Hi everyone, welcome to the Delhi Capitals podcast. I'm your host Sumit Rajpal. I've worked with this team since 2018 and it's been one amazing journey. So every Friday, remember to tune in to a new episode of our podcast as our players and coaches tell us their favorite stories, memories and much more. Remember to press the bell icon on Spotify to get the latest updates. Believe me, you don't want to miss this one. Wow, this 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 has been in the works for a while now, but finally I have the opportunity and the honor to have you on the Delhi Capitals podcast. Uh, this is our second season. Last year we tried to show our fans the unseen side of our players. You know their personal stories, their struggles, how they came up about playing in the IPL. This year we we want to continue that tradition, but also want to show more of what happens behind the scenes. So with you. Uh, again like one chat is never going to be enough <laughs> you you you've been kind to us to talk to us quite often and we love listening to you you know that so uh, today j- just want to kind of relive what we have been through since 2018 and and see how that journey has been for you uh, i i i just want to start with my uh, first year with you i was so hesitant afraid i don't know what's that word or I'm still in awe of you, but that year was a bit different. Like first year, I didn't know what to expect. He's he's a legend, right? You know, I wanted to take a picture with you. I didn't. I told one of my friends, "I'm going to get this book signed. Please take a picture from the side." I still have it. Your question was, you haven't peeled off the sticker yet, like the plastic out of yeah. the book. I said, "I will peel it off only when you sign it. I'll read your book." So, so that's my early memory of 2018. Uh, how's it been for you, Coach? No, it's been amazing. You know, it's it's been a lot of fun. I think I I say to you guys every year when I arrive that this is the best two or three months of my calendar year. That's that's um you know how much I look forward to it. You know I've you know my life is um you know separated into a couple of parts with my my commentary work in the Australian summer and then a bit of family time and also um, the time I have here with the Delhi Capitals. But to be honest, it, it is it's a great time of year for me. Um, You know, probably this year even more so with a with a, a new squad, you know, a lot of different faces around. Whether it's playing playing staff or even, you know, our support staff and admin staff around the, the Capitals this year, it's a, it's a, um, certainly different than it has been the last few years. But no, the journey's been great. I mean, what the last three years have been exceptional, really. If, if I think we're the only team in the last three years actually qualified every every year, which is. You know, from where we were the year before, I think we finished last my first year as coach. So I had a, I only had one way to go, and that was to, that was to go up. Um, And it's important that we continue to try and grow that way. You know, I, I'm never satisfied with with um with anything unless unless we're winning all the time or we're improving all the time. And that's you know the way that I certainly try and coach the the younger players around the group and even the more senior players around the group. And I think the great thing about from what I've seen with everyone involved involved with Delhi Capitals is that they're not happy either. They're not satisfied with just turning up and doing the same thing day after day. Everyone's looking for ways to get better. So. As long as you have that approach and that attitude, I think then you'll always have fun. And and certainly for me, um, you know, reaching a final, finishing on top of the table last year, and and unfortunately um, bowing out the way that we did, I, I still feel that there's a lot of unfinished business for for me and some of the players around the franchise. And hopefully this year's the year. Uh, a coach, another important aspect when you spoke about 2018, right? When we look at that season on paper. it looks like a terrible season finishing 8th is never going to be great right but if you divide that season into two parts if you look at the last few games there were plenty of positives to carry we beat mumbai we beat chennai we were on the upward surge 
So do you think 2018 is the foundation year on which we have built our team and achieved all the success which we have? Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, you know, one thing about the IPL, you, you've only got to be a you know five percent off in any game that you play, and you're going you're going to lose. And that's what it felt like that that first year. We were close in a lot of games. We lost a few close games, um, uh, but as you say, at the back end of that season, we started playing our best cricket. But unfortunately, it was too late. And I think, as it turned out, we might have only missed qualification by a game, one game, and then you finish eighth. So that, I mean, that's how that's how close it is. Coach, I remember one conversation I had with you back in 2018 and uh, or early 2019, if I could remember correctly. And you uh, put a lot of emphasis on, you know, uh, the Indian boys are gelling well. When the foreign players come in, that's the challenge where we bring them together and make one family. And from what we have seen from our eyes, it feels like it's been a team which has been difficult to break. So you feel, at least in that terms, you have achieved what you had set out to be? Yes and no, because it changes every year as well, right? Like even, yeah. even this year, as you know, we... We made some pretty bold calls with our retentions for this year. Um, you know, we, we wanted to make sure we had some older, experienced players there, but wanted to make sure we had some young, younger guys. Obviously, with Pritvi as a retained player as well, knowing, um, you know, how good a player he can be in years going forward for the Delhi Capitals. So, you know, and then we go back into the auction, and, and we want to bring guys like Shikha back. You want Rabada back. You want Hetmyer back. You want Arvish back. You know, but unfortunately, things didn't work out for us that way. So you end up, you know, almost with a blank canvas and a, and a um, you know, I think we only had four players. Play, from last year playing our first team this year you know I think we, pre we presented seven caps in our first game which is yeah. pretty unheard of but so you've, you've always got to start again you, you can't just rely on what happened last year um, you've got to find ways to one to be better and you know even for now to bring um, the group back together again and start all over again so even you know we played our first game with only two overseas players and and, and no one else to pick from you know that's if they, yeah, as I say, if they want the team to be as good as it can be, as soon as it can be, then then it's it's their responsibility. You know, one thing I said right at the start, I think the first chat I had when I got here was with a new squad that we had. Let's you know, let's keep our doors open, bedroom doors open. Let's mix as much as we can. And uh, you, you see, that even after training last night, eight or ten of the guys got together when they got back and had dinner together. And then we sat down and watched the game together. They're the things that will make it happen and make the magic happen sooner rather than later. And I think the the better, the earlier that we can get that dynamic as strong as it can, um, will hold us in good stead for the remainder of the tournament. Uh, the vibe already feels great. I mean, uh, we have also got along really well with all the young guys and uh, not too many older ones around, right? Yeah, not yet. They're coming. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Coach, a family is one word you talk a lot about and you mean it. You just, just don't throw it away for the sake of it, right? And uh, we remember your speech. When, when you introduced yourself last year, you said, I'm Ricky Ponting. I'm 46 years old. I have I live with my wife and three kids in Melbourne, and that's about me, right? You don't talk about what you have achieved as a cricketer. Like, where does this stem from? Well, that doesn't matter anymore. You know, those days are long gone. You know, I'm a father and a husband and a and a coach now. Um, and to be honest, some of the young guys that I'm talking to probably have got no idea what I did anyway. I'm probably a bit old for any of the younger guys to realise I even played the game. So to, to them, I'm probably this, this old man that tells them what to do at training and nothing else. Um, look, the, the things that happened in the game to me, um, I mean, they're great memories and, and obviously I'm proud of what I did as a player. But um, no, those days are long gone. It's, it's, it's the knowledge that I, accru that I accrued from being a player and being a captain um, you know, the amount of winning teams I was involved in, the environments that I was involved in. That's, that's the stuff that I take with me from my playing days, not how many runs I scored or how many hundreds I got. It's about how I can, I can teach others now and, and hopefully make others better. And, and, and if they do know anything about my playing career, then hopefully I can try and 
inspire them to be the best that they can and, and you know, maybe chase some of the things that I did in the game. You know, and I've, I've spoken to Pritvi about it. You know, like if I look at, if I look at Pritvi play, um, you know, he's got every bit as much talent as I had, if not more. And I want to be able to turn him in, into a, a player that plays over 100 test matches for, for India and, and represents his country as much as possible. That, that's, you know, and, and if I look back, that's one of the most enjoyable things about coaching, I think. If I look back through the teams that I've been around, I mean, if I look back at the Mumbai Indians team when I took over that, look over, took over that team, you know, Roll was very young, Hardik Pandya hadn't played, Kruno hadn't played. Um, you know, a lot of the guys that I've, I've coached there have gone on and played a lot of cricket for, for India, and, and that's what I want to be able to do here. You know, it's, yes, it's about the Delhi Capitals but, and, winning, and winning titles here, but also if I can have an, some sort of impact on the way that the, these guys play their cricket with us and then when they leave, if they can go on and be better international players as a result of being here in this environment, then that's, you know, that's, that's what coaching is all about for me. So, yeah, as I said, the playing days, I mean, the playing days are eight, nine years behind me now and, um, you know, it's, I can sit back and be proud of what I achieve, but that, that doesn't help me uh, and doesn't help any of the players. It's, you know, I've, it's just a, a constant battle for me and, and the rest of the coaches to try and find ways to, to improve the skill of the players that we've got here. And I think because of, the, because of how much I played and the players that I played against, the knowledge that I have to be able to teach, I think, is, is one thing that I really enjoy. And, and you also set a great group together, right? With someone like Shane Watson coming in, Ajit Agarkar coming in. Praveen sir has been around for a while. So, so that also helps uh, the squad learn different things from different people, right? Yeah, and I think the important thing there, and, and you've, probably, you've probably spent a little bit of time with Shane already. You know James really well from the years that he's been here. And, and, and Ajit, I'm sure, you've, you've, if you didn't know before um, you entered camp here, what you'll know and find out about those people is they're all very, very good people. And that's what, you know, that's what families, if you like, and, and franchises and teams are based on. It's, it's, it's based on good people. I think we've got a great group now. You know, I think, you know, even... I knew the skill set that Shane had coming here with his, you know, obviously his knowledge of the game, but also a lot of the work he's been doing on the mental side of things and what he's been able to do for the group already has been fantastic. You know, hopes he, over the last three years in particular, is probably, I think, as far as bowling coaches are concerned, I think he's probably had the best results of any bowling coach in the in the tournament. You know, you talk to all the players that have worked with him and they've loved working with him and some say that the, he's the best bowling coach they've worked with. So we know we've got the right people there and we've got the right teachers and if the players are willing to accept and, um, you know, and and try and work on the things that we talk about, then we think we can make them better. Fabulous. Uh, Coach, I've been talking to a lot of the guys lately uh, with respect to this podcast itself, just trying to dig in some more information. Without taking names, uh, there are a few things which people talk about. How, how you have helped them correct their techniques, how you have helped them open their arms, how they are playing better cricket now since being at this team for a few yeah. years. So, so that's been one real aspect which would make you smile, right? Absolutely. I mean, that, that's my job anyway. Um, but if they are saying that they think that, that I or Shane or James or whoever the coaches are, are are making them better, then, you know, I mean, I'm not going to get carried away with that because that's that's what I expected myself. I expect that I can make them better every day. And I say that. I, I need to be able to go to bed at night thinking about how I'm going to make Barat better tomorrow. How, what am I going to say to Rishab to make him a better player tomorrow? You know, what, what do I do to, to make Pritby better? You know, so that, they're the things that I'm constantly thinking about. And... Um, you know, and a lot of the time it's really little things as well. And if you can, if you can just identify and spot little things with certain players, and then implement that into their training the next day, and if it starts to work, then they buy, they believe everything you say from there because they can see the results happening and the change happening straight away. And you know, Brat probably right now is a really good example. You know, he, we've done some things with him the last three or four days of training, and and he said he's never trained like that ever in his life, and he's never hit the ball like that ever in his life before, and. 
So we're unlocking little handbrakes on certain players that might be holding them back. You know, even with Kuldeep last week, you know, to, for him not to play any cricket and, and be, you know, at, at KKR for a couple of years and not play. And, you know, understandably, they've got some very good spinners there. But, you know, one of the reasons that I identified him for the auction was for that reason. I, I thought if we could bring him into our environment here and, you know, really give him a lot of confidence leading into game one, then I, th I thought he could be um, maybe one of the finds of the tournament. And he's, you know, he started off bowling beautifully. Long way to go yet, obviously. And yeah. one game's not... Um, you know, one game is not a tournament by by any means. But if you just if you just see him, I think he's sort of growing in this environment as well, and, and that's what it's all about. So that's that's the great part of coaching. Beautiful coach. It, it, it's it's been like the chat we are having with Kuldeep. His confidence is skyrocketed. I mean, he feels good as a person, more confident, and was a bit emotional as well. You know, because any player who goes through a tough time sees the result or feels more accepted in an environment. I, I mean player couldn't ask for more. Yeah, well, it's probably been... The thing with him, it's been three or four years where he's hardly played any cricket at all. You know, he's been on the outer, outer with the yeah. Indian team and he's, you know, with, with um, Chakravarti and Narayan and even Shakib sort of taking over the spinning roles at, at KKR yeah. last year. It was obviously hard for him to get a game. But, you know, I, I've watched him for a number of years and I've actually talked about him for a number of years leading into to other auctions as well. And um, it wasn't until this year that we were able to get our hands on him, but we've, we've got him now. And, yeah. and that, I mean, that's great to hear that he feels confident here because that's, that's our job. Um, and, and, and our job is to make sure that we're keeping confident right the way through because, you know, with, with spinners in, you know, T20 cricket, they're going to have their ups and downs like most players will. And, um, you know, regardless if he has a good game or if he has a bad game, then he'll be treated the same by us and he'll be treated the same by his teammates. And, you know, that's what, the, that's what this family sort of environment's all about. It doesn't matter what the results are. Um, you know, we, we treat each other exactly the same on a daily basis and, and we're trying to find, we try and find ways as a group to help each other out when things aren't going well. Amazing. So, so that takes me to the next segment I wanted to talk to you about, and that's what happens off the field, right? You're a person who is more like a friend to everyone, even to us. Uh, I, I speak to a lot of our practice bowlers, net bowlers as uh, they call them. They have been part of many teams, whether it's domestic, whether it's IPL. The thing which stands out over here is everyone is equal. It's not in terms of words, it's in terms of action. They feel it, they feel part of this family, and they understand that a lot of care has been taken into it to make it happen. So, mm. so what's your perspective on that? Well, it's, it's actually one thing I haven't done this year yet, and I'm just waiting for the right moment to do it. You know, we're, we're, only, we're only one game into the tournament, and, you know, already... And I don't even like to refer to them as net bowlers. They're, they're more than that to me. They're, they're an extended part of our squad. And, you know, one thing I, I really was conscious of last year with that was... At the right time last year, I made sure what one of our training sessions that I actually separated our main group of players from our extended group and actually, um, you know, sort of paid my respects and comments to what efforts they were putting in. I mean, they, they're turning up just to bowl to our guys to make them better every day. They're getting nothing out of it. They're never a chance of playing a game, but they turn up day in, day out. You never hear a word from them. They don't complain. It's up to me actually quite often to tap them on the shoulder and say, look, just have a day off. I can see that you're tired. Have a day off today or stay back and don't come to training. But um, that's part of it, right? It's part of the family. It's not, it's not one family here and those guys are over there. Whenever you're in a group environment with me, you, you're in it. We're all in it together and we're all living in the, under the same roof and in the same four walls. And that's the way that, um, you know, I'll treat them. You know, I, you know at the end, I'd probably... I talked to them as much as, well, probably more. You know, even at the end of the session last night, I went to every single one of them and shook their hand and patted them on the back and said, thanks a lot for your work again today. Because it, it just, without them, we don't, get the, we don't get the quality of practice. You know, we, we haven't got enough 
resource here with the, on the bowling side of things to, to look yeah. after because our batters just want to bat and bat and bat and yeah. unfortunately we haven't got enough bowlers to do it so they're a huge part really integral part of what we do and what we're trying to achieve and I'll make sure I acknowledge that so there'll be some other things I was actually thinking the other night there's some other things that I'll do over, over the next few days or week that will make them feel even better about themselves so so now on uh, it's extended squad for us no more net bowlers well i i don't know if you've ever i've never referred to them as net bowlers ever you haven't no never and i never will because it's not that for me all our guys have got the same kit they're you know even match day they've got the same match day shirts on right. they're part of us and that's that's the way i want it to always be so uh, of course this has been part of our culture right i mean uh, we see the media teams as well have wearing different shirts i mean over here we have seen everyone is equal whether it's the media team whether it's our extended squad like you call them or the players everyone are treated equal and and that's what helps us also right we we don't do only our job we would try and see where can we contribute to make this squad better maybe if in our very own little way even by having a chat with a youngster and kind of trying to guide him in a right way you know so so we also feel part of the squad i mean and that's 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 the beauty of a franchise or a team is that we are all the same you know we you're trying to help me i'm trying to help you well, that's what we do um well i think that's what we sh- that's what you should be doing anyway if you want to have you know the best environment and the, and the you know the family stuff that we're talking about I'm, I'm, i don't take that lightly i mean I, 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 when i talk to the players about the family thing i actually tell them to look beside them look beside you and just think if that was your actual brother if that was your brother standing beside you how would you treat him how would you how would you go about playing with him and if you think that way then i think you know the team environment becomes pretty easy and that's what it is over here uh we we have also as a family faced some difficult times in past couple of years right we have faced covid a lot of us have faced uh, the loss of our loved ones uh i remember last year the chats were more about what's happening outside with your families right uh especially this time of the year last year uh we faced the worst covid hit in this country yep. so uh so how was that phase uh look it's ne- it's never easy I, I, you know and i feel a lot for the players that the players that have managed to play international cricket and IPL cricket around the world the last couple of years it must have been an absolute nightmare you know the indian players in particular the bubbles that they've been in the amount of time they've been away from their homes and their families you know i've been lucky enough to be although you know Vic, melbourne and victoria where i live in in australia has probably been as hard hit as anywhere as far as lockdowns yeah. and things like that are concerned it's um you know you you just got to you've got to take the good with the bad i guess and and whenever there's a bad situation you try and find the the positive and the good stuff out of it and for me to be back at home in lockdown gave me more time ever with the kids although it was quite frustrating at times and homeschooling and things like that you still get you know an extended period of time at home but i look the challenges are there and and, and they're only going to uh, i mean the challenges are not going away anytime soon you know it's even now with this this particular bubble this year is very tight um you know limited um spaces and things that we can do in the team hotel and we've got to find ways to to make it as good as we can for the boys and my family's coming over you know James's family's coming over in you know a week and a half and um so I've got a very excited 7 year old that's pretty keen to come to training and come to some of the games and be be a part of it also um we have to keep him away but no look it's yeah as I said fine you got to find ways to to make the bad times as good as you possibly can but there I mean yeah it's even with you know Shane Shane yesterday with you know Warney's farewell last night and you know what I was yeah. obviously very close to him and we had training at the same time that the uh that the reception was on so I rang Shane and said mate just stay back and I want you to watch it and want you to take it all in and so he he stayed back and missed training and they're the things that you know for me being here the the things you sort of give up and sacrifice and that's just part of what I need to do as a, as one of the leaders of this franchise I guess oh that's that's something which has been quite emotional for all of us as well 
because uh, all of us are like hardcore cricket fans i mean uh, better we move on from this topic just it's kind of makes me also emotional uh, coach uh, talking about uh, something inspirational now and that for all of us has been listening to you mm. uh, i know you're not very fond of us recording you while you talk after the match but uh, i mean the amount of people who get inspired after reading that i mean uh, the last time when we read the comments people were like i think i can go and win a game for delhi capitals now i'm so pumped so have you always been such a good uh, speaker no definitely not um no not look not when i first started but it, not when i first started playing and you know because i was always the youngest player in any team and you know played state cricket when i was 17 and played for australia when i was 20 and you know if you look back at some of the media conferences i did back then they'd be vastly different than the way that i speak now but um even with that i mean the, the the when i when i speak it's about wanting to reward the guys um also wanting to teach the guys and all everything i say hopefully they're learning from everything they say it's it's um you know and it's all just stuff that happens through the course of a three hour game you know i'm sitting back there watching the game and i'm thinking right, okay well we did this how can we do it better or pretty did that as well as he could that's great i've got to give him a pat on the back for that or someone did a diving save in the outfield that saved us two runs that might have got us a wicket we've got to acknowledge those little things because unless you acknowledge the little things you know you you're missing a lot of the big things as well so um I don't know you look after me sometimes you don't always put in all the bad stuff that I say in some of those chats or you know some of the expletives are taken out but um no look it's and I know even from the feedback that you guys give me about them I know how much people are wanting to listen to them and wanting to hear them but at the end of the day it's not about it's not about them it's about my boys and trying to make my boys better and as good as they can be so that's that's how I think about it but it I mean it's and it just comes with I guess with the with captaincy you know we'll even a you know it's not anything i do outside of it's not anything to do with commentary the fact that i'm talking it's it's about um wanting to be the best leader of a, of this team that i can and find find ways to to make them better and a little i mean i think the change rooms man of the match thing is a, a really important thing because it's not always you know just the the next best player either we we try and acknowledge some little things like one little spell of bowling or one over here and there or a good or a good catch or something like that that might be a you know a match defining moment we we like we like to pay attention to the little things so that's what what are those chats are I mean because it's a, a lot of the things that happen in the game are quite obvious like the, the guys will know if they've had a good game or not but it, when you can acknowledge it in front of their their peers and their teammates and I think it's I think it's great for everyone yeah I I was going to come to the dressing room man of the match because uh this one thing I want to know how does Akshay sweep away all the woes yeah I know I, everyone <laughs> says that he's my favorite all the time but it's probably true as well to be honest but i mean if you're a, if you're an all-rounder right you get two goes at it i mean the other day he wasn't going he wasn't going to get one for his bowling the other day yeah. four overs for 40 odd but then he comes out and gets 38 with the bat and wins the game so yeah. um all-rounders very rarely have don't contribute somewhere and actually our bowling coach so james was exactly like that when he played when i played with him for australia it was very rare that a game went by where he didn't contribute somewhere with bat or ball so you know the, the all-rounders get two bites of the cherry but I might have to start being a bit harsher on him because even so even um after game 1 I I caught up with Shreyas at training two nights ago. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you guys have put the have you put the video out from there's uh, a video from and no somehow Shreyas knew that I'd chosen Aksha again as change rooms man of the match. So they must have, they must have been talking and he said oh, I I know you gave your favorite a man of the match again the other night. So so, so yeah you know, it's it's talked about it's talked about amongst other teams as well which is also great because I'm I'm pretty sure that other teams are probably looking at what what we're doing and and trying to to take a bit of a bit of that away but yeah I'll, I'll have to crack down on actually a little bit we're he's he's got too many he's got too many of those pins i don't know what he's done with them all 
सॉरी अक्षर कुछ वन ऑफ द मोस्ट स्पेशल ड्रेसिंग रूम मैन ऑफ द मैचेस लास्ट ईयर फॉर अस वाज व्हेन यू अवार्डेड इट टू अरविंद नेगी हु टेक्स केयर ऑफ अस एंड इट वाज इमोशनल फॉर ऑल ऑफ अस एज वेल हु वर लुकिंग एट इट आई मीन दोज आर द सॉर्ट ऑफ थिंग्स विच जस्ट काइंड ऑफ बूस्ट एवरी वन स्मोराल एवरी वन चीयरिंग एवरी वन क्लैपिंग फॉर हिम बिकॉज in their minds and hearts everyone acknowledged what he's doing for us but you just gave it a platform so it felt great yeah i mean there a lot of the things that i'm talking about the things that go unnoticed and the and the little things that happen around a a team and a and a family that don't often get acknowledged i mean he's working harder than any of us probably and and no one even knows you know he just gets up and does his job on a daily basis no one no one <clears throat> even recognizes what he's doing but i do i see the little things that other people are doing and you know when you can when you can acknowledge them like that then obviously they feel a bit more part of it and hey i reckon that next morning after that he would have jumped out of bed earlier and probably worked harder the next day because he got that <laughs> man of the match thing but um no i as i said it's about the little things it's about identifying them and uh, and seeing them and that's i think that's probably one of my strengths as a as a person even not as a coach but i'm very observant i see things i don't always talk a lot i don't always say much but i always see things and i think that was a big part of my learning as a player was you know just watching what other people were doing and learning what other people were doing without verbalizing it but you know just taking it all in and then now that I have a bit more of a grasp and an idea of of environment and and creating environment and culture then it's important that we acknowledge those things I think and it's and even with that that night so that wasn't I wanted the players to realize as well what Negi was doing so they would not you know their bags just turn up their bags are just there but he's the one that's doing it also let's let's make sure that as a playing group they're acknowledging him as well and and we've seen it up close it's it's a lot of hard work i mean oh yeah definitely especially when we were traveling in flights mm. i mean someone has to be there for the whole night to ensure that our bags are checked and yep. uh okay uh so uh, let's move on to the last topic for today and i i just want to uh talk a bit about how delhi capitals has always been a young squad nurturing young talent whether it's from shreyas rishabh prithvi kg or we are looking at someone like lali right now who has been with us for last couple of years this is his third year and he's showing what he's capable of and we have few more prospects whether it's wiki yash so that that that's been one thing we have always focused on coach so uh, how do you look at it yeah and you can add khalil and probably safraz and i mean they're young men still um yeah even lungi lungi's you know looking at his he hasn't played a lot of cricket either he's you know so th- we have got a lot of younger guys around and um you know i think it's it's a, it after a mega auction it's a really good starting point because you can bring these younger guys in you can get a really good look and idea of what real raw talent they have um you know prithvi's a great example we, we took a punt on prithvi as a nine just straight out of under 19s he's never played t20 cricket before um praveen saw something in him that he thought we could turn into a really good t20 player and that's eventuated um avish khan's probably another really good example although he's not with us anymore what we were able to well what he and we were able to turn him into through a few years in our environment you know that that's what right and it'll take a few years with with yash and vicky and these guys um uh, and that i think it's also it's all it's, it's the most satisfying thing to get young guys to make them better year on year it's also the hardest thing at the end of a cycle when you've got to let them go and they go to another franchise and turn into really good players so um yeah so the, i mean the the challenge is there but lalit as i said post game game 1 lalit's been in our in our environment for this is his third season he's been building 
day on day with his training and games to get to a position where he was the other night, where he can win, where he can win us a game of cricket by himself. And that's a, a hugely satisfying thing for a coach to see that happen. So that's, you know, now we've got, we've got that with these younger guys, you know, even with Khalil and Safraz and, and these guys, we've got the ability to turn them into better players quite quickly, I think, even though they're very good players now. Um, they're still young and, and, yeah, we've got to nurture them through. But, I, you know, at the end of the day, I think... If you look at our team the last three years, and we've yes, we've, we, we had a successful run there, we started with a younger group, and year on year we actually build a bit more experience yeah. into it, you know, with, with Shika coming, with Ashwin Ash. coming, with these guys, and Ishant. You know, we built on from a young group into a, a, a really good combination of youth and experience, and that's where we'll eventually get to with this team as well, because in, in three, two or three years' time, Khalil's 27, you know, Safra's 27, Rishab's 27, so we've actually got some experience there, Right. And Vicky and Yash and these guys will be coming on, so you end up with the blend that we're after. And that's, yeah. You know, if, if I think back to the the really good teams that I played in, we had that exact blend. You know, we had Steve Wall, we had Morney, we had McGrath, and then there was me, and then there was you know the younger guys. And the the blend is really important because the younger guys at different times, and even through an IPL when it starts to get a bit hard and starts to drag on, the younger guys have got to create that that energy and environment to lift the older guys up. On the other side of it, the younger guys are there to teach the the, the younger. Sorry, the older guys are there to teach the younger yeah. guys the right way to play and how to do. So, that's where the magic happens when you get the blend right. Um, yeah, and I think we can we can do that over the next couple of years for for sure. Uh, cheers to that, coach. I think uh, we've got episode one in Ep the can. Yeah, <laughs> episode one with Ricky Ponting is done. Uh, we'll try and catch him as often as we can no while we have him. No worries. Uh, thank you so much, coach. It's been an honor. I, I don't know if I lost my way throughout this episode. It's bound to happen when you keep talking. I'm not thinking, I'm just listening. So, <laughs> so yeah. It was good, very enjoyable. No doubt uh, you'll lock me down for another couple through the, through the season. It'll be good. Wow, awesome. Thank you so much, Coach. And uh, let's, let's get onto the bus and head to Pune. Let's do it. And that was the legend, Ricky Ponting. Thank you all for joining into yet another episode of the Delhi Capitals podcast.